Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. Are you standing, saints of God? James chapter 4, verse 7. And uh, let's get in the Word of the Lord tonight. Uh, I'm glad God gives me an opportunity to attain life. Amen. James 4 and 7. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Teaching on spiritual gifts, but this goes into the part of all this teaching tonight. And let's pray. Father, we love you. Thank you for your mercy, your grace. Thank you for your goodness, and thank you, Lord, for this night. Thank you for the saints of God who are out tonight. I know it's tiresome. They have been in the world of labor. And God, I know they have conflicts in their own lives. We ask God for your blessing upon them physically, spiritually, and mentally. We ask God that your word will open their eyes and give them faith and strength spiritually. Feed them tonight from the word buffet. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Can we give God a praise offering before you're seated? Give him graciousness. You can be seated. Spiritual authority will only come through submission of God's word. That's nine people. All right. Spiritual authority only comes through submission to God's word. What happens is the more that we are submitted to the word of God, the more you turn away from fleshly control and submit to the very spirit of God's control. And you are led, then you become led by the spirit of God. You become more mature in the spiritual. And that's when you obtain more spiritual authority in your life. When you, The more that you walk in God's word, you learn to turn away from fleshly lust and fleshly will and submit to the very Spirit of God itself. You see, God is trying in this church, in this body of people, He's trying to move us more into spiritual things for Him because of the battles that, that we have upon this earth which are not flesh and blood. But Ephesians 6 and 12 tells men, you saints of God, that for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and against rule of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. You see, the wrestling is that we don't give in to the devil's schemes. I said the wrestling is that we don't give in to the devil's schemes, and and that is he desires, which he desires to use them to draw us away from the church, and also to limit our faith in God himself. How many has, in the last few months, had to toil with your faith? Because of things you're facing, things you're going through, even when you're in it, hell itself seems like everything's been unleashed, but it's been a warfare to hold on to faith. You see, we desire... We desire, the, but the greatest struggle is 
submitting ourselves to God. That's our greatest struggle is submitting to the will of God and to God's will. We, but yet we all desire for the gifts of the Spirit. We want them to work in this body of people. Yet, you understand, we have to learn to submit to God's will. You are fighting, saint of God, and I am fighting our will against submitting to God's word. It is our will that we fight against to submit to what God desires for us to do. It is God's will that we operate in the nine gifts of the Spirit to cause the church to be edified, to be built up. But see, the more, the more, the more, the more that we overcome the will, the more we become control of our lives. The more spiritual we become in this church. Let me say it again. The more spiritual we become, the more and you think, well, it's not important if I don't overcome what I'm fighting. Well, you're wrong because you're part of the body of Christ and you affect the whole body. You do something outside the church that brings shame, not only you, but affects the church you go to. So it is important the more that you overcome and take control of your will and submit to God, the more you affect the whole body of Christ. Yes, it is. You see, the more spiritual we become, you become spiritually stronger than the very authority that we desire to rule over we struggle to become stronger in. The Bible said we must humble ourselves before God. You understand, yield to his authority and will. Commit your life to him and his control and be willing to submit everything you have to him. God gives us a word in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. It tells me and you, Joshua is now stepping into leadership to take Israel into the promised land. But Joshua knew, I, I can't do this by myself. I can't do this all alone. I don't know about you, but I can't fight my battles by myself. I can't overcome some, some circumstances I'm facing by myself. I've got to have God in my life. And the, the wiser we are in the word of God and the more we submit to the will of God, the stronger we become spiritually with God. Oh, feeling my help. Joshua 1 and 8 said in the book of the law, God tells him, he's praying, how shall I succeed? How shall I have success? So many People, men and women of the world are thinking, my talent is so good. I don't need nobody to help me. Look at me. I'm so good that I don't need nothing. I don't care how good you are. Without God's blessing and God's divine favor, you're not going to have nothing in your life. Does anybody feel like I feel everything I have has come from the Lord God Almighty? The roof over my head, the clothes on my back, the food on my table, everything I have comes from God Almighty. Yeah, the enemy wants to take it away, but if God give it to you, he can't get it. God tells him, he said, the book of the law, 
shall not depart out of thy mouth, but if thou shalt meditate therein day and night. He said, thou, thou mayest observe to do according to that is written therein. For then, for then, for then, for then, for then, thou shalt make, he'll make, somebody shout, he'll make, my way prosperous. And then thou shalt have good success. A good success and prosperous under overcoming the land in which God gave Joshua came when he submitted to the word of God in his life. Joshua knew he could not, he could not deal with the enemies by himself. Here God is showing us where spiritual authority and favor comes from. He asked God, how, how God can I have good success? That's many of your questions. How can we have success? Everyone is looking for success, are we not? We're looking for success spiritually, financially, physically, spiritually, somewhere. But success will, will come, hear me saints, Shout, it will come. It will come when everyone or anyone or the church submits to God's will. It will come. Oh, you need to hear me right now. It will come. Not maybe, but it will come. Good. You're you're slow. It will come. I don't care what you need, you do God's will. He'll put favor on you to prosperous and have good success. He'll give you authority over the things that you need. Now you gotta understand, Joshua knew, I can't do it by myself, God. I can't do it. Look at what struggles will do. Struggles will take you into places you don't need to go. Struggles start when you go in places you don't need to go. God tells me, and God tells us, how to overcome struggles is to submit to him. We've got to submit to God Almighty. Resist the devil. Resist the devil. Resist the devil. Samson found himself in a prison that he put himself in because he did not submit to the will of God. We must, we put ourselves, sometimes we put ourselves in spiritual struggles when we don't submit to the will of God to that part of our lives. We cause struggles to come. We develop those struggles. The importance is, tonight I said it first, that we grow in the Word of God. How do I grow in the Word of God? Number one, you got to be at church. There's some folks you can't build a church on because they, they, they wake up and see if they'll sleep till 11 o'clock on Sunday. Oh, I overslept. But they don't oversleep when it's time to go to work to get that paycheck. I mean, you can't depend on them for nothing. God don't even depend on them. 
But I'm here to tell you, if you want to grow and you want to have good success, the more of God's word that you learn and you add to your life, God told Joshua that you will have good success and prosper if you will meditate upon my word day and night. It will help you to overcome the enemies that desire to destroy you, but you become submitted to my will, and I will give you more authority. Paul said it like this. Paul said, when I was a child, he was speaking when he was not mature in the spirit there. He then said, when I spoke as a child, when I was a child, but when I spoke as a child, he said, I thought as a child. I thought as a child. Don't you hear something? To think like a child and to talk like a child will put you in a child's place. To talk like a child and to think like a child will put you in a child's place. So you see, saying of God, Paul said he had to grow up spiritually. We all got to grow up. You see, Proverbs 21 and 25 tells me and you this. Whosoever keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from trouble. It all starts in the mouth. Proverbs 13 and 3, I said it starts in the mouth. You hear me? He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life. But he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. I said it starts with your mouth. Paul said when I became a man, I put away childish things. When I grew up, I didn't, I didn't act like a child and I didn't get childish things. But when I became a man and acted like a man, I, would, I obtained manly things. Come on. The, come on, folks. The more you mature in the spirit, the more God will give you because he sees that you're able to take care of it and you're mature enough to deal with it. You can clap right now. Wake up. Clap. Spiritual maturity will get rid of childish ways. You want to grow up? Grow with God's word. Growth in the spirit will come as Paul said. But how? How does it come? How does growth come? He said, he that prayeth in an unknown tongue, edifieth. Somebody shout edifieth. Edifieth himself. You build yourself up. I said you build yourself up when you pray in the Spirit. Proverbs 18 and 21 tells me and you this. He said death and life are in the power of the tongue. You need to know tonight you got, you got a power in you. You need to use it. You have not because you ask not. You have not because you ask not. You got a power in you. Open your mouth. Open your mouth and start declaring life. 
Come on, somebody. You know what you need to do tonight? You need to tell the devil, I declare life in my house. I declare life in my marriage. I declare life in my spirit. I declare blessings in my life. I declare victory through the circumstances. I declare it. And you need to tell God, I'm going to live as strong as I can with your word because I know you're going to give me authority over it. Somebody open your mouth and say, I, I, print, I speak life. I speak. Come on, folks. You tell about what the devil does. You know what you need to do? You need to tell the devil what he's fixing to do. Come on. You need to tell the devil what's fixing to happen to him. Well, let me ask you, how many has he come around lately and told you what he's going to do to you? Oh, so y'all don't, y'all don't have no demonic activity or no devil's talking. Y'all are so awesome. My God, I wish that was where y'all are spiritually. I'm here to tell you now that them demons are everywhere. Them devils are in my yard when I go to my truck in the morning time. Them devils get in my truck sometimes. I've opened the door and kicked them out and none of them got in it. I met a devil at the gym, tried to throw a weight on it, but I couldn't find him. Come on, folks. But life and death is in the tongue. I feel in the Holy Ghost, the Lord is speaking to me right now. Some of you need to open your mouth and say, I speak life into my body, into my spirit, into my home right now. Come on, folks. We need to have some authority tonight. You want the gifts to work? Start working them right now. Open your mouth and say, I speak faith. I'm not going to force you to do it. Sit down. I don't care. Brother Eddie, you got life in your home. Sister, Brother Barnes and the Sheila, I speak life in your body. I speak blessings, Brother Marlin. I speak come overcoming in Jesus' name. Life and death is in your tongue. You can change the course of your life and growth of your spiritual life by your tongue. When a man prays in unknown tongue, he edifies himself. You change the course of your spirit. Now listen on Wednesday night, you get to the point, you let me carry all the load. That's what you want me to do. Oh, he'll carry the load. I ain't carrying the load no more. You're going to help carry the load. Praying in the Spirit matures our thoughts of God. When you've got a prayer life and you're praying in the Spirit, it increases your thoughts of God Himself. You see, when Jesus had been on the mountain, came down to a man and met him whose son was demon-possessed, the disciples, saints of God, could not cast it out. So the man brought him to Jesus. Jesus cast him out, and the boy was healed. Afterward, the disciples asked, why could we not do the same? Jesus tells them, 
This kind only goes out by prayer and fasting. It's, it is prayer that puts you in the place that you can believe God's able to do it. Let me say it again. Prayer puts you in the place that will make you believe God can do it. I, I, I'm going to say it again. Prayer. Somebody shout prayer. Prayer will put you in a place. Let me, let me tell you. I, I feel the Holy Ghost. Prayer will put you in a place. You may not see it, but you keep praying. You may not see it, but you keep praying. You keep praying, Elijah. You keep praying if you don't see it the first time, the second time, the third time. You keep praying, Elijah. The fifth time, the sixth time, the seventh. You keep praying because it's there. Somebody needs to shout, my answer is there. Keep praying. Keep praying. Your answer is there. Let me tell you something. It's there. I said it's there. Praying matures your faith. The power to be used of God, you have it. I said you got it. You got the power. Come on, folks. You got it. Prayer changes things. Praying in the Spirit will change the dynamics of your life. Praying in the Spirit will change the dynamics of your home. Come on, folks. Some of you ain't there because that's why you ain't getting it yet. you just kind of half asleep. But I'm telling you, when you get there spiritually and you fight battles with your kids and family and life and structure things, when you're going through hell itself, you will pray. You may not see it, but you'll keep praying and you'll keep praying and you'll keep praying and you'll keep praying and you'll keep praying because God's telling you, it's there. Just keep praying. You see, the power to be used of God, you have it. It's developing that spirit in your life. Submitting to God. Resist the devil. Pray in the spirit to build your spirit stronger. Refuse, saint of God, to do what the devil is tempting you to do. Joseph had been put in slavery by the betrayal of his brothers. He was tempted by Potiphar's wife when she offered herself to him every day, the Bible said. Every day she offered herself to him. But Joseph refused her every day. So you're talking about a boy that didn't have the Holy Ghost. He didn't have a Bible. He didn't have a church. And he didn't have a pastor. But the Bible, and you say, oh, it's so hard to, to he didn't have the Holy Ghost. He didn't have a Bible to read. He didn't have a church, the pastor. He didn't have none of that, none of that. Joseph didn't. But the Bible said for 10 years, she came after Joseph day after day. Come on, baby. Come on, go with me. Probably showing herself to him and tempting her, him. Let's get real. Don't, don't, don't tell me she just didn't entice him with words only. 
She was trying and top, but old Joseph refused her. But in Genesis 41, saint of God, 38 tells us some things. Don't you listen to this. And Pharaoh said in his servants, talking about Joseph, can we find such a one as this, a man whom the spirit of God is? Oh, man. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, for as much as God has showed thee all this, there's none so decreed and wise as thou art. He said, thou shalt be over. Look, at, look what happened. Thou shalt be over my house. And according to the word, shall all of my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than thou. I'm going to be the only one greater than you, Joseph. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set thee over the land of Egypt. I have set thee over all of this. And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand and he put it on Joseph's hand and arrayed him in virtue of linen and put a gold chain about his neck. Now understand this, saint of God, when you submit to God and you resist the devil, the only thing else to be done is God edify your life. Let me say it again. When you submit yourself to God and you submit to his will, come on now, and you resist the devil, the only thing, Sister Lynn, for God to do is to edify you. Can I tell some of you precious saints of God who live right, who live the will of God, and you resist the devil Every day you struggle to make sure the will of God's done. Can I tell you something? There's some edification coming to you. I know the devil's telling you it ain't coming, but the Holy Ghost inside of me wants to prophesy tonight. There's some better things coming for some of you. You don't give up hope. Come on. Be weary. Don't be weary in well-doing. I said, don't you be weary in well-doing. For in due season, you shall reap. It's coming, Brother Scott. It's coming. The more you submit to the will of God and the more you resist the devil, God, the only thing he's got to do is edify you. Anybody seeing anything? Deuteronomy 28, I'll give, you, I'll give you a second one. Deuteronomy 28, 1, and it shall come to pass. Say, shall. If thou shalt hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord thy God and reserve to do all his commandments. I feel the Holy Ghost. Commandment, I command thee this day that the Lord thy God will set thee high above all nations of earth. Come on. And all these blessings shall come on thee and it shall overtake thee. And if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Come on, folks. If you'll listen to the will of God, your struggle is submitting to the will of God. Your flesh and the devil knows if they can keep you from submitting to the will of God, they can cause you not to be blessed and favored of God. Somebody... Somebody ought to shout in the Holy How many has been praying for a favor of God? 
I'm preaching in the Holy Ghost tonight. I'm here to tell you, Brother Will, when you submit to God, you listen to me and resist the devil, but one thing for God to do, he's going to edify you. Can I tell some of you, there's greater jobs coming to some of you. There's greater promotions coming to some of you. There's blessings of wealth coming to you. There's breakthroughs coming to some of you because you are resisting the devil and you're submitting to God. Say it shall come. Does anybody believe it will come? I know you get discouraged. I know you do. I know you get discouraged. We will see a spiritual manifestation of God edifying the church in life. Listen, when you grow into the place that God's given the church, when we grow, hear me, into the nine working gifts, we're going to see things like we never saw before. I know 10 of us believe it. What about the rest of you folks? I talked to Brother David Smith uh, Sunday night. He's been out, call it Tri-State Revival. Tri-State Revival, Brother Nick Bahane and him, and a couple more have been preaching. Brother David Smith preached in three Methodist church. Every night they have 350 to 400 people there. They pray 38 people through the Holy Ghost Monday night. No, it was Sunday. Three Methodist pastors received the Holy Ghost. It's baptized in Jesus' name. And he sent me a picture of one of the Methodist pastors praying his first convert through to the Holy Ghost. So here's what I'm saying. If you don't cry out, the rocks will cry out. If you don't get hungry, you can hang up on, oh, I remember years ago, I want to, you can go back, I don't give a care. You go back to the brush harbor days. You go back to the sawdust. That don't mean God's no greater. I'm here to tell you now, God is pouring his spirit out upon all flesh. There are people receiving the Holy Ghost and revelations. And if we don't grow into it, he'll give it to somebody that's hungry for it. Do you hear me right now? The problem is we need to overcome ourselves and submit to the very will of God and see the nine gifts released. Come on, folks. Released in this house. We'll see the blind eyes open, deaf ears unstopped, the lame wall. We'll see it happen when we submit to the will of God. Yet it is the church who has to determine that, you go in, you got to go in and take over the enemy that don't want the church to possess the gifts. How many knows the enemy don't want us to possess them? That would edify. You know what would happen? It would edify the church and promote your life and the church. But God gives us a word. He said, submit to God and resist the devil. There are, there are others. You see, they are ours. Somebody shout, they are ours. To see blessings and all that, that will only come 
if we possess the nine gifts. Isaiah 10 and 27 tells us, church, and the yoke, the yoke, shall be destroyed because of the anointing. The Spirit of God has enough power to break any yoke. That which is binding those blessings from coming to to you and the church, the anointing can break the yoke. 1 John 2 and 27 tells us this. Tells us, but the anointing which you have received of him, what does that say? The rest of you are just not, you're just looking. I'm trying to get the whole body to move. You know, I can't move unless both of my legs move. This is how it feels when I'm preaching up here. I'm trying to get the other part to move. Let me say it again. Man, this is, man, I feel the Holy Ghost. But the anointing which you have received, somebody shout, I have it. Received of him abideth in you. Church, you have the anointing that can break the yoke on people's lives. Brother Scott, you could walk across the aisle, somebody going through hell, and and God give you the gift of faith. It's a gift of faith. It only comes from God. It only comes from God. It's a God faith. And you speak a God faith to them, and suddenly their world is turned upside down. You hear me? That means the anointing broke the yoke that hell had a hope of that brother and sister. It broke the yoke. Come on, church. We have the anointing to break the yoke. Say the anointing abideth in me. When the anointing is flowing, great things will take place. When Jesus calls his disciples together, he gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases, he said. We have the same spirit in us right now. But when we stay in the anointing, the Lord told the disciples they would be blessed. Now, anybody just hear what I said? If we stay in the anointing, we're going to be blessed. You better watch out for distraction when God's trying to talk because you're going to miss the very thing God gives. Jesus said, you know what he said? He told me, he said, take nothing for your journey. Don't take no bread, no money, and don't take two coats with you. He said, when the anointing is flowing through your life, It will break open doors that will lead your life into provision God only blesses. I figured somebody got excited, but I'm sorry I'm wrong. Let me say this. When the anointing is flowing in your life, God said, I'll break open doors that you need provisions from. 
You know why as a pastor, I want to have a Holy Ghost church on a Wednesday night? So if you don't know, I need to catch you and need to educate you. The reason I want the Holy Ghost to flow on a Wednesday night, because there's some doors in your life that are closed. And there's some things you're praying for. So the reason I want a Holy Ghost service on a Wednesday night, Sunday morning, and a Sunday night, I want the anointing to break the yoke. I want the doors to open up and bring the provisions that you need in your life. I want God to bring in your life what you need. That's why I want the Holy Ghost to flow. I ain't got time to go to sleep. I ain't got time to sit there and daydream. I ain't got that time to play around with God. We need a Holy Ghost flow. Disciples follow Jesus' command. Disciples follow Jesus' command. The Bible said, and they departed and went through the towns preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. It is through God, somebody shout God, that we defeat the enemy, not through our ways, but through him. Somebody shout, it's through him. It's through God that we, that we obtain it. Come on, folks. Every one of you that's daydreaming about your problems, you're foolish. Yeah, you are. We got a God in our presence that's trying to bring a word and cause the anointing to flow because he tells me and you that we are anointed without anointed and we can take the anointing and break open that door that you need in your life. There's no devil. That said, there's no devil. There's no angel. There's no principality of power that can hold you away from what God has for you. Amen. Acts 19, 11, he tells us, Paul, he tells us, and God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. Somebody shout by me. This week I received two phone calls of other people who found out they've got cancer. I'll go down my prayer list. I remember my prayer list. And I'm going to quote it to you. Every day I go before the throne, this is my prayer list for those who need healing. You ready? Lord, I'm asking you to heal, give healing to Brother Tipton's body. God, give healing to Sister Carney for her cancer. God, I pray in the name of Jesus, Brother Mark Bishop, who is fighting, who has fought cancer, give healing in his body. I pray, Lord, stop along ripping a friend of mine, Lee Bennett. God, I'm asking, he's, he fights leukemia. I'm asking God to give healing in his body in the name of Jesus. I ask, Lord, also, if you will, Lord, to touch my sheriff who has a reoccurrence. He found a ki a cancer that come back up in his kidney. I'm asking God that your, your healing virtue touch his body in the name of Jesus and give healing to him in Jesus' name. I'm asking, Lord, you to touch Brother Titus Mathis, Lord. God, who's fought prostate cancer. I'm asking God your healing power and virtue to, to heal him. See, I ain't got time to, come on, folks. He tells me I have authority to pray like this. 
And I said, Lord, give healing to Brother Titus. I said, Lord, I ask in Jesus' name to give healing to Austin Wentz. A young boy, God, his dad, who shoes my horse, being a friend. God, give healing to that young boy. He's a, he's a young boy, a teenage boy. I ask God to heal that baby West who was requested for a few weeks ago. Heal him in Jesus' name. Heal the Johnson boy, God, for Brother Harmon's church. They asked God. God, give healing to his body. God, give healing into that boy's body in Jesus' name. I said, Lord, give healing to Brother Steve Kirkman who's fighting colon cancer. Lord, give healing to him. Give healing to Brother Dan Nathan who fights cancer. I said, Lord, in Jesus' name, I pray, give healing, God. God, God, give healing to him in Jesus' name. You're a mighty worker. You're a healer. I'm asking, Lord, in Jesus' name, to touch James Wilbanks, our cousin right now, right now, who thinks he may have leukemia in his blood. And we sit here, and we keep our dead dumb mouth shut. And you sit here on a pew, and you let the devil rob us from the authority that we have. It's time, mighty God of people. It's time that we arise to our feet and don't let the devil take possession of the nine gifts we have. And I pray that God give healing to Sister Darlene's body. God, you're a healer. You're a mighty miracle worker. I call their names in prayer. Come on. I, would, I pray this every day I pray. You know why? Because I believe the authority that we have. We're anointed to speak it. We're anointed to speak against it. In Jesus' name. I pray, Lord, for Skip Wise, a friend of mine who's fighting cancer. I pray healing. This is Sheila. I call your name in prayer, Cecilia Barnes. I speak healing into her body in Jesus' name. Why are you sit here time and time again? And you, you, we're more concerned about our, you know what our struggles are? We created them. You created your own struggles because you didn't submit to the will of God. Now you're struggling to overcome that struggle, and that struggle is. You're struggling not to submit to the will of God who will get you out of that struggle. Ask Jonah. After Jonah submitted to the will of God, he got him out of a struggle that he got himself into for not submitting to the will of God. Come on, folks. I don't know about you, but I feel a hard pressing in my spirit and the Holy Ghost. He's trying to put us in that position. Is anybody with me? Hear me. We have the authority. Brother Bless God, you have the authority to break a yoke. The nine gifts, you know, I could teach them all year long. I'm gonna I'm gonna complete. But it ain't that I have a word of wisdom, I have a word of knowledge, or I have a gift of discerning. It's God. And they only work when God institutes it to work. Brother Josh, Brother Josh Sister Kelly, their, their son, Brother Jake Bateman. What did I tell you yesterday? Did I tell you yesterday? Yesterday morning in prayer and in the Lord, I was, here, I was praying and had a vision of Jake. And I saw a mantle laying up here. And I saw Brother Jake walk down the aisle and when he picked it up, he said, 
good God, it's heavy. And he put, he put it on. And the Lord said, tell him that I have given him a new mantle in his ministry. And it's going to be heavy. And he'll be able to carry it if he allow me to help him carry it. But when he tries to carry it on his own, it will be too heavy. And I got on my phone to so the call and knew he worked, and I texted him. And I told him what God showed me. And he texted me back. He said, oh, my God. He said, yesterday, a prophet of God called me and told me the very same thing God showed you. Somebody shout, we have it. Thank you, brother. Do this to yourself. I have it. We have the nine gifts in this body. And we're going to fail sometimes, but we got to keep on. But they come from God. That word of faith, I might be preaching. We got to learn to, yeah, I said it Sunday night, run, keep running. Sometimes you got to run when nobody else is running. You got, you, sometimes you're going to have to get up. When God speaks a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, a word, a word of wisdom, word of knowledge. It might be sentences, might be words. Yeah. But it means what needs to be heard and gives direction and give, it reveals. But wouldn't it be awesome if we all, and I'm learning, I still hadn't, but I know there's some gifts working in my life. But when you learn to submit to God, resist the devil and submit to God, you become spiritually stronger and spiritually more mature then God's able to give you more. But God ain't going to give you more when you're not submitted to what He's asked you to do. I'm going to share this and we're going to quit. But talk about faith a minute. Faith without works is dead. I'm doing a study on that. Works means Submitting to the Word of God works. Faith without works to, of the Word of God is dead. Faith dies when you're not true to live in God's Word. See, you know truth if you go to the doctor and the doctor says, you'll be healthy if you don't eat this way. If you will not eat this way, you'll have a healthier life. Now, you know truth. But if you leave there, and don't obey truth, you're a double-minded man because you know truth and you don't do it. You're a double-minded person. Yes, you are. So if you know truth and you don't do it, you're a double-minded individual. It hurts, but it's truth. But true faith is this. Everything you say, God, I believe it, and I'm going to do it. And the more you 
Say, yeah, Lord, I believe it. I'm going to do it. The more your faith will grow in God. Come on, folks. Anybody see? Say, I have it. Say, I need to use it. Let's stand. I feel the Holy Ghost. Sweet Jesus, folks, I feel him. I feel boldness all over me. Feel it in the house. There's some of you right now that are carrying a gift. And fear's got you locked down. Fear has you locked down. But if you would release that gift, there would be no telling what would happen in this house. Say, I have it. Anybody feel what I feel in the Holy Ghost? Would you lift your hands kindly to Him? God Almighty, I feel it. I, I want you to pray right now. Before we go, I feel like, God, I feel something releasing in this house. Saints, I feel something breaking. My Lord Jesus. Oh, no. oh my God. I, come on. I don't want to hold you. My Jesus. I want you to do something in closing. I want you to put your hand on your chest and say, Lord, this is my gift. Everybody say it loud. This is my gift. I cherish it. I will carry it. And I will learn to use it. I will learn to use it. Hey. You have it. You're anointed with it. Oh, what souls and what people will be edified. Oh, my God. I can't wait. It's coming. Somebody know it's coming. It's coming. It's coming, church. I feel it in the spirit. It's coming. Thank you. Thank you for your kindness, your tenderness. Thank you so much for your spirit. How many, how many really will lift your hands and Pastor, I'm with you. I'm following. And I know what God's trying to do to us. Come on. I know you're with me. I know you are. I know you are. We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.